0: When we set ambitious goals and we get to that finish line and we do what we say we're going to do, that really almost means nothing if we haven't done all these things and it's cre- it's helped us to create a life we really love. You're listening to The Solopreneur Hustle, a podcast that teaches you how to build a successful solo business while maintaining a balanced and fulfilling life. I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a members-only Patreon community where you can connect with solopreneurs like yourself, chat with me about all things business, and get access to exclusive bonus episodes every single week. Visit patreon.com slash hustle or click the link below in the description for this episode to join our exclusive community for as little as five dollars a month you can also text business to 31996 to receive our monthly solopreneur newsletter that's jam-packed with business tips all right let's jump into this week's episode Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 31. I'm super excited to have you here if you're a new listener. If you listen every week, thank you for tuning in again. So because this is a new year and we have so many new listeners, I want to take a moment today to just reintroduce myself and tell our new listeners who I am, what I do, and why I started this podcast. So if you're brand new here, my name is Nia Lewis, and I'm a business coach. I specialize in helping solopreneurs build successful businesses through strategy and intention. So here on this podcast, I provide Educational resources that give entrepreneurs like you actionable steps they can take to accomplish their business goals. And I also have really insightful conversations with other boss women who have built successful businesses and have really insightful stories to share about their journeys in entrepreneurship. Here on this podcast, I also share self-improvement tips. I've found that I'm a better entrepreneur for my business when I am a better me at my core. So, it's very important to not lose ourselves in the in our in our journeys in entrepreneurship and and here I'm really committed to sharing self-improvement tips so that we can focus not only on our businesses but also on our mental health. So, if you're listening and you haven't yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you get a notification when every new episode is released and also, if you've listened to a few episodes and you like what you hear, I would love for you to leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app to support the Solopreneur Hustle community. Okay, so now let's move into the message I have to share with you guys today. So at the beginning of every year, I'm sure you guys have been seeing these types of conversations everywhere, but you know, goal setting is a huge part of everyone's first month of every year, okay? Everyone wants to set New Year's resolutions and many of us feel pressure to actually set goals for ourselves and for our businesses. And again, this, this puts a lot of pressure on us. And I have to admit that every year up until this point, I have set really ambitious goals for myself both personally and professionally and over the holidays this year through the end of December I just wanted to take a step back and reflect on what I wanted for this next year for this next decade and I had a few really powerful realizations about goal setting and what my 2019 goals meant for me and what these goals really showed me about myself and how I plan to set goals moving forward. So in reflecting on all of the goals that I had accomplished in 2019, I thought that by the end of the year, I would feel different than how I actually felt. So looking at the amount of money I made, looking at all the people I'd impacted, looking at all the clients i had booked, I thought that by the end of the year... I would feel some sort of satisfaction that I didn't actually feel. And I had to really take a moment to reflect on why I felt that way. I kind of had a now what moment, you know, like, okay, I did all this, but now what, you know, what's next for me? I am not where I want to be in the end, but I have really taken some really significant strides this year that have really positively impacted who I want to be as an entrepreneur. But what does any of this mean? You know, now what? And what I realized is that when we set ambitious goals and we get to that finish line and we do what we say we're going to do and we accomplish what we want to accomplish, that really almost means nothing (laughs) if we haven't done all these things and it's cre- it's helped us to create a life we really love like imagine saying that you want to create a business that's going to make you six figures you achieve that six figure income but you're working yourself to death you never have time to work out you're not eating healthy you're not really making time to eat at all you your relationships are suffering your friends never see you but You've accomplished your goal of building a six figure business. You know, I mean, what I realized is that when you get to the finish line of an ambitious goal and you focused on none of the things around you that bring you joy, but you've accomplished that goal, accomplishing the goal kind of means nothing. You won't feel as satisfied as you imagined you would feel if you've accomplish this goal at the expense of dropping the ball on all of the other things in life that bring you joy and happiness. So um, that's kind of an extreme example, but I wanted to, to give you guys that example to help you really see the point I'm trying to make here. A goal really means nothing if it's not contributing to creating a life of freedom, a life of joy, a life of happiness, a life that represents what you really want by being an entrepreneur, I think many times as entrepreneurs, we set ambitious goals for ourselves as a means to try to prove to ourselves that we're capable of achieving certain milestones, to prove to ourselves that you know we made the, the right decision by being entrepreneurs, by choosing a life of self-employment. But if you're listening and you're feeling like your goals are the most important thing in your life right now because you have to prove to yourself that you can make this work. I want to remind you that you already have everything it takes to bring your dreams to life. You are already completely capable of doing what you say you're going to do. So there's no need to work yourself to death nearly just to prove to yourself that you're capable of doing what you set out to do. And if you're not proving it to yourself, if you're trying to prove this to the world or to somebody else, those people don't matter. So This year, personally, I am done proving to myself that I'm capable of being successfully self-employed because I've been doing this for three years and it's time to kind of like cut the cord on this whole idea of um, proving to myself that You know, I've made the right decision here in choosing a life of self employment. Okay. I think many entrepreneurs, including myself, get stuck in um, this idea or really this mindset that is really an imposter trait. Imposter syndrome impacts a lot of entrepreneurs in a negative way. Even when we're living and breathing our business every day, for some reason, there's something in the back of our head that says, um, maybe. Everyone else doesn't believe that you're really an entrepreneur and you have to keep working until you don't have to introduce yourself anymore and everyone knows who you are and everyone understands why you do what you do. That doesn't matter. You're not a fraud. You're where you're supposed to be. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, none of these imposter. F- thoughts or feelings that you have matter. If you're doing it every day, you're an entrepreneur and that's just it. You are capable of achieving everything you want to do and you don't have to to drive yourself crazy and work yourself to death just to make your goals happen. So as it pertains to setting goals this year, I'm really focused on setting goals that represent how I want to feel as opposed to what I want to do. Okay. And let me explain to you why I'm doing this. In 2019 one of my leading business goals was to increase my client base for my freelance business. Now, I wanted to really build out this stream of income, but I really just didn't enjoy balancing having 10 different clients on my place on my plate at once. It just gave me stress and anxiety. Um, I got to a place where I was reaching my financial goals. I was making great money. I had a consistent stream of, of, of clients always reaching out to me for work. And And I convinced myself that complaining about this business that I had made me ungrateful. You know, I was ignoring what my body was telling me and I really drudged through balancing having 10 clients, 10, 15 clients a month. I drudged through that because I thought to myself, okay, I asked for this business. This was my goal. It's coming to life. Why am I not happy? I'm being ungrateful. I need to suck it up and enjoy this because this is what I said I wanted. So for several months, I dealt with it. And then finally, I said, you know, enough is enough. Although I asked for this business, it's just really not making me happy. Um, and I decided to instead use those same freelance skills that I was using to to manage clients and to um, those same freelance skills I was using to provide services for my clients. I instead used those skills and turned them into online courses and videos that would help entrepreneurs learn to do the tasks that I was doing for people every day. So I used those skills in a completely different way to satisfy the same need I had for building out that stream of freelance income. Now, what I learned there was that it's not what you do, but how you do it. At my core in doing the freelance work, my goal was to create another consistent stream of income. But the steps I was taking to do that were not making me happy. And how I felt in that situation, even though I was accomplishing that goal, I was making the money I asked for, I was bringing in the client leads that I had wanted so badly in 2018. I, you know, although I was achieving that goal, the steps I was taking to make it happen just just weren't making me feel good. So again, that showed me that it's not what you do, it's how you do it. You can have a goal, but if the steps you're taking to accomplish that goal are not bringing you joy and happiness and peace... What you're doing to accomplish that goal does not matter because when you get to the finish line, you won't feel a a feeling of accomplishment. You won't feel a sense of relief. So this is why I'm pursuing goal setting this year from a different place. I've taken time over the past few months to really get to know myself better, to pay attention to my body, to pay attention more to how I feel after I do certain things. And you can do this too. Think about or reflect on what brings you joy, what makes you feel excited, excited at the end of a day where you just feel on top of the world, you feel like your day just went amazing, you feel inspired and just really on fire. Think about what made you feel that way. Take a few moments to reflect or journal about what that day was like and what contributed to those positive feelings you're experiencing at the end of at the end of a day that that just felt so great. I took some time to do that. I took a moment over the past, and I do this actually once a week now. I think about what my best days were like that week. I'll think, oh my gosh, Monday was such a great day. What did I do on Monday? Why was that day so great? Why did I feel so inspired on Monday? And I'll realize that- in doing certain tasks, it really just brings me more joy. It makes me feel uplifted and inspired. And I try to craft my life so that I'm able to do more of those things and less of the things that don't bring me joy. So I'm calling my goals this year, feel good goals. That's what I'm calling them. I want to share with you guys my three feel good goals for 2020. So this year, I want to feel connected to others, yet mindful of overextending myself. In setting this goal, what I want for my life is to get more connected with communities of support and entrepreneurship. I want to connect with more like-minded women, but I also want to focus on not overcommitting committing because that's been a huge pitfall for me in the past. When I get fired up about something, I'm committing to it and I'm going to do it. And sometimes that results in overextending myself. I also want to make an impact and feel useful more consistently. Now, I feel I've made an impact in the past doing the work I do, but this year I really want to increase the impact I'm making on the world and on people and on other entrepreneurs. I really want to make a difference in the lives of others, and I want to feel useful more every day, which means I want to do more of what allows me to utilize my gifts and my purpose through coaching and providing educational resources And then my third feel good goal of 2020 is that I want to feel more connected to myself and my body. I want to take more time to reflect on what makes me feel good. I want to take more time to focus on my mental health, to work out, to do things that allow me to clear my brain. I don't want to go to sleep at night with work on the brain. You know, I want to be able to leave work in my office when I quote unquote clock out at the end of my work schedule during the day, and just really connect to my mind and my body, and really just be a better me. So uh, by setting these goals that represent how I want to feel in 2020, I want—I don't want you guys to—to to think or or feel like setting feel-good goals or neglecting important business objectives because that's not what's happening at all. By setting feel-good goals, it allows you to actually propel yourself forward in entrepreneurship, you're leaning more into your gifts by becoming more aligned with your purpose. So I'm letting how I feel guide my actions and decisions, the action actions and decisions I make for myself and for my business. So here's the thing. I'm just kind of sick of doing things that don't feel good for the sake of pushing my goals forward. And I hope you get sick of it too. Many times we have goals and we do things we don't want to do just for the sake of, accomplishing that goal for checking something off our list and it's time to stop doing that many times again it's not what you do but how you do it If you want to make more money, if your goal is financial, that's great, but don't do things that don't really bring you joy for the sake of just making more money. Don't be afraid to change. Don't be afraid to shift your focus. Don't be afraid to reach out to somebody that can give you some helpful insight. Don't get stuck in a rut of doing something just because you said you were going to do it. If it doesn't feel good, shift your focus. Do something different do it in a different way. There are 10 zillion ways to accomplish anything. When I was doing freelance work and juggling 15 clients at once, I was meeting the financial goal I wanted to meet, but that was not making me happy. So I found a different way to use my gifts that brought me feelings of joy and happiness, okay? It's not what you do, it's how you do it. So I challenge you this year to set goals that make you feel good. Pay attention to how you feel. Pay attention to what makes you feel joy and happiness and peace, what makes you feel uplifted and inspired, and do more of that. Allow how you want to feel to guide the decisions you make and the actions you take to propel your business forward. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. Figure out another way to do it that does bring you the feelings you want. Okay, This will help you to create more of a life of freedom. This will allow you to. To create a life you truly love. And uh, once again, many times it's not what you do, it's how you do it. There are lots of different ways you can go about accomplishing any given goal. So it really just takes a little bit of brainstorming, a little bit of strategizing to figure out how you can accomplish what you want to do and feel how you want to feel in your life as an entrepreneur. You don't have to be miserable in your business. You don't have to be trapped. You don't have to be overwhelmed and overworked. If that's how you're feeling, then how you're going about accomplishing your goal may not be the only way or the right way to actually do it. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Stay connected in between episodes by texting BUSINESS to 31996. You'll receive our business tip of the week and you'll also get our monthly solopreneur newsletter. We also have a private membership group that you can join to access group chats and bonus episodes every week. Visit patreon.com slash the solopreneur hustle or click the link below in the description for this episode to join our community. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the solopreneur hustle podcast.